Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Magandang umaga sa lahat ng mga nanonood ngayong umaga na ito sa ating pong worship premiere. We praise God for another month na binigay sa atin ng Panginoon, the month of March. And today, we are going to celebrate again another series sa ating church which we entitled Abundance in Generosity. Abundance in Generosity. Meron nga pong famous na quote, ano po, You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. And part on how we can really make love in an active form is to live a life of generosity. And a lot of Christians, speakers, theologians will agree that the secret of abundant living, one of it is on how we live a generous life. So the challenge that God is going to give us throughout this series and in our sermon today is on abundance in generosity. There is abundance in generosity. Meron pong pagpapalang malaki sa mga taong mapagbigay. And our text for today is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1 to 11. And I want to invite each one of us to read the Word of God. The Word of God said, Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give us as he decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies a seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. May God bless the reading of His Word. You know, sinasabi po ni Apostle Paul in this particular text, yung pinaka-idea that when we sow sparingly, we are going to reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. This is the principle of God's economy. The more we sow, if we sow abundantly, it will result to an abundant harvest. And every one of us, no, gusto natin abundant yung harvest natin sa buhay. Lalo na yung mga farmers, gusto nila abundant yung kanilang harvest sa panahon ng harvest time. But nakasalalay din ito sa dami ng ating tinanim. And life is a series of sowing and reaping. And so the question is, if we want to live an abundant life, If we want to live a life full of abundant harvest, we also need to learn how to sow abundantly. 
The question is, why should we live a life of generosity? No? And abundant living is not just having plentiful of things, no? but it's more on living a life of generosity. A life na, na full of thinking kung paano sila maka-add ng value sa ibang mga tao. And this is how to live and the way to really live a Christian life, a Christ-like life. It should be a life full of generosity. Even in this book of 2 Corinthians, Apostle Paul said that even God himself, no, even Jesus himself, became poor so that we will be rich. See, si Jesus Christ mismo yung example of a generous kind of living. But the good news is, there is abundance in generosity. It is really blessed to give than to receive. And so God wanted us to learn the secret of abundant life, which is being generous in every way. So I will give three reasons from the text na ating pong pinag-aaralan ngayon on why should we live a life of generosity. Why should we live a life of generosity? But before that, I just want us to know first yung context. You know, yung context po nito, I see Apostle Paul was having a fundraising project to help the churches in Jerusalem. Because the saints in Jerusalem are suffering with famine. Meron taggutom doon at nahihirapan yung mga saints doon to survive. So, ang ginawa ni Apostle Paul sa mga churches na kanyang pinlant, he asked and appealed to help the saints, no, the Gentile churches to help the Jewish church in Jerusalem. And nag-respond well na yung Macedonia at yung Galatians. And so, this in this letter, Paul was reminding them again of his solicitation for help in order to help the saints in Jerusalem. So it's more on the goodwill offering to help the saints. It's helping the other people. No, A lot of preachers will talk about this text na parang they are going to say na we are not under the law that we should not give tithes anymore. We should give from the heart. Yes, of course, but the text does not says na he the, na dinidisqualify na yung principle of tithing because the principle of tithing is more of the stewardship natin that we recognize that God is the source of everything. And God affirms that even wala pa yung law that even si Abraham ay nagbigay ng 10% kay Melchizedek. So the thing that we are going to study today is not about tithing, but it's about being generous. It's about generous living in the way we help and we do something about the needs of our brothers. No, It's more on a life that is full of desire to help other people. Now, why should we live a life of generosity? Why do we need to do the extra mile of being generous? The first reason is because God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. In verse 7 of our text, the Word of God said, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful 
giver. So, going to the text, no, to the context ng ating pinag-aaralan, there is a need in Jerusalem. There is a certain no, emergency na pangangailangan ng mga saints doon at may kahirapan na nararanasan doon. And so, Paul was challenging them na you can uh, give more. no? You can give to help the saints in Jerusalem. But if you give something to them, it's not because napipilitan kayo, but you should give it with a cheerful heart. Give with a cheerful heart. Now, God said God loves a cheerful giver. When it means God loves a cheerful giver, it means God delights. No? It does, it's not the love na parang it's the love that, you know, special favor or something na parang yung love that is, uh, yung tinuturo natin, that is unconditional. But it's more on the delight. No? God is happy. God is going to have a high favor and high regard to those people who give with a cheerful attitude. No? In other terms, yung cheerfulness or cheerful giving is hilarious giving. No? But it's not the nature of man. Pagka ang tao nagbibigay, sometimes parang napipilitan tayo because it's not natural for us to give. It's natural for us to decide to receive. But God wants to transform yung kanyang mga anak and it is part of a spiritual ano tawag, transformation and spiritual fruit that there is a desire in the heart of a believer to be able to give, to aid and help other people. No? Now, what is cheerful giving? Nandun din sa text natin. No? Ang sabi, una, give as he has decided in his heart. So there is a need. In our, in our, in our context, no? may nakita tayong need. Now, God wants us, pag tayo ay nagbigay, we give voluntarily. No? as decided in our hearts. When we respond to a need, when we respond to a person, no, raising support for a ministry or for a cause, or perhaps when we do something good for other people, you know, wag sana tayo napilitan lang. Because cheerful giving is someone who intended sa kanyang heart, who is intentional, that he is going to voluntarily give out of goodwill, it is out of love and concern to the person na merong pangangailangan. And God wants us to do it in a voluntary way. Voluntary siya. Hindi siya pilitan. No? Ang sabi pa nga dito, not one who gives na parang reluctantly or with hesitation. A lot of us, the reason why we don't give why we don't help other people or why we don't uh, parang nagiging uh, living a generous life because we are thinking of saan kaya nila dadalin yung perang ibibigay ko? No? If I'm going to help them, ano kaya yung gagawin nila doon? No? Yung money ba na pinaghirapan ko ay kanila bang iva-value? O di kaya naman, will he give, uh, will he give it or will he spend it, I should say, in a way na parang spend wisely ng mga ng receiver ng ating binigay for them no yung ating pang ibibigay sa ibang tao ay kanilang pahalagahan and so with that 
nag-hesitate na tayo na worth it pa ba na ibigay ito sa tao na nangangailangan o sa ibang tao. We want to be wise in our giving, which is not, hindi naman masama, but a giver that is cheerful is hindi na niya inisip, para saan? No? I mean, hindi niya inisip na talaga ba? O pagdududahan pa niya na may need talaga yung tao. Because obviously, in the context that I'm uh, teaching right now, na yung mga Jerusalem saints talagang may kahirapan na nangusto. And minsan tayo, no, we try to justify. I myself, no, pag may narinig ako na need sa family or sa isang kapwa kristyano, gina-justify ko, ba't ako magbibigay? Or bakit hindi ako magbibigay? And you know what? The more that I justify not to give, the more na parang hindi ako masaya. Kahit na sa tingin ko na parang okay, tama naman, di ako magbigay muna ngayon. So it means that yung attitude ng someone who is cheerful in giving, actually it's giving that makes someone cheerful. Tama po ba? It's the right giving. It's the right attitude of giving. Not not out of hesitation, parang reluctant, parang ano yung, bigay-bawi, no? bigay-bawi. Or someone na nagbigay, pero ang dami po nang sasabihin. No? May mga taong ganun eh, bago magbigay. May sasabihin mo na, eh, baka naman ano, naman ano, di ba? Like especially yung mga, mga, ano, mga, mga estudyante, mga bata, no? pag maghihingi sa parents, sabihin mo na parents, baka sa mga gagamitin yan, eh? hindi naman yata totoo yan. No? Baka ganun din tayo, no, mga Christians, on how we give to other people, na parang isipin mo na, ano, saan mo gagamitin yan? Baka naman lulustayin mo lang yan. Pinaghirapan ko to. dami pang sinasabi. Now, God doesn't want us to give that way. Even we don't say it, but God sees it in our mind. no. So we need to change yung ating attitude that giving will cause us to be cheerful. Giving will multiply our joy. Cheerful giving actually is someone na ibibigay niya lang for the sake of he wanted to help. He wanted to represent Christ through the giving na kanyang ibibigay. You know, even siguro nagbigay tayo, no? ang motive dapat natin ng pagbibigay is not just because, yun, yun yung sa third, no? one who gives not out of compulsion, na parang napipilitan lang tayo the need to perform, or we are pressured to do so. Just like paying our taxes, no? Parang required. And because required, napipilitan tayo. And when we give na parang napipilitan tayo, walang cheerfulness doon. Tama? Walang joy doon kasi napilitan lang tayo. And in the same way, alam niyo po ba, na pag yung tao natutulungan natin and even tayo no when we are in need when we receive something from other people na parang napilitan lang parang ayaw mo na ring tanggapin tama ba and ganun din sa Panginoon perhaps when we give something for the sake of helping the saints and we give it as unto the Lord and then nakita ng Diyos sa parang napipilitan lang tayo no sa so tingin ko hindi yun katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos 
When we help other people just to perform, to look good, and perhaps to to say na parang we are a good Christian, just to perform and na pressure lang tayo, hindi rin gusto yun ng Panginoon. God wants us to give in a very uh, parang free way that we feel it na parang it's a privilege to give. As I have said no, in one of the preachings, and this is from the Word of God in Galatians, that when we look on the opportunity to help others, we should not look at it as a burden, but look at it as, an, as a kairos time, as a window of opportunity na pwedeng mawala. And ayaw natin mawala yung window of opportunity, tama? We want to take advantage of windows of opportunities. And when it comes to helping other people, when it comes to giving, to, in order to help other people, then we need to have that attitude and mindset that helping others or giving for others means that we are actually having an opportunity to help, especially those in the household of faith. You know, God loves a cheerful giver. There's a lot of texts, and I have chosen dalawala muna to uh, point out kung gaano kamahal ng Diyos ang isang cheerful giver. In Proverbs 19 verse 17, the Word of God said, Whoever is generous to the poor, ano sabi? Lends to the Lord. Look at the words na ginamit. No? You are generous to the poor. And then sabi, lends. Pag sinabi lens, nagpahiram ka sa Diyos. Kasi yung susunod sabi, and he will what? Repay him for his deed. Sino daw yung magbabayad sa taong generous sa mga mahihirap, generous sa mga nangangailangan? Ang sabi ng salita ng Diyos, you lend to the Lord. Nagpahiram ka sa Diyos. At ang Diyos will repay you will repay those who is generous to the poor. Another text in Matthew 10.42, And whoever gives one of these little ones, sabi, even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Wow! May promise talaga dito ang Panginoon. That person na nagbigay even dun sa pinaka-insignificant, especially kung ito ay disciple, isang believer in the Lord, God is going to reward that person because God loves a cheerful giver. No, You know, I just want us to know that para maging generous ka, meron tayong mindset na dapat mayaman, dapat marami kang pera, dapat stable na yung iyong buhay so that you can become generous. Jesus said, no, in Luke 21, 1-4, ito yung sabi ng salita ng Diyos, Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. And he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. And he said, truly, I tell you this. Look at this. Listen to this, guys. Poor widow has put in more than all of them. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live 
on. Principle, Jesus is trying to say, you don't need to be rich to be generous. God looks not on the amount, but on how you gave. Yung widow woman, dalawa na lang. Dalawang uh, copper coins na lang yung pera niya, pero he gave it to the Lord. Not with hesitation na iniisip niya, pag binigay ko to Lord, ha? wala na akong pangbili ng pagkain ko. Oh Lord, paano naman ako? Basta bibigay ko to, i-multiply mo to. Ha? No, he just give it to the Lord. Because he believed that God is the one going to provide, or she believed that God is going to provide for her needs. Sabi nga, yung widow nung unang panahon, talagang pinakamahirap sa mahirap ang mga widow noon. And so, God is inviting not only the rich, but even those who consider themselves as poor, that we can also join the life of generosity. No? The poor widow gave it all because of her love and gratitude for the Lord, not even thinking about what's next for her life, but entrusting that God is able to sustain her no matter what. Mali kasing kaisipan na saka na ako tutulong sa iba pag ako ay stable na. Saka na ako tutulong sa iba pag ako ay yumaman na. You know, you, we can start small. When I was a pastor in, in Pangasinan, um, I have an oper- uh, meron kaming attitude doon that we look uh, sometimes uh, offering yung mga envelope and then prayed for the person that gives. And the one thing that I am really appreciative, appreciative most is yung mga young people, mga students, doon sa province, naggamit sila ng envelope, tapos ang nakalagay 5 pesos for tithes, 5 pesos for missions, and then 5 pesos for, uh, for love gift. Sabi ko, mahal pa yata yung, ano, yung envelope doon sa binigay nila. Pero the attitude no, that they have, that they develop, and that person ngayon, pag nagbigay, hindi na 5 pesos lang, in-increase in, in din ng Panginoon yung buhay nila. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm really grateful to see and witness that nag-start sila small, they trusted God, they want to obey God, they want to exercise the generous living, no? Because generous living is not only for the rich, it's also for every one of us in every status of life, whether you're a child or you're an adult, you can start being a, a, a living a life of generosity. Just like the poor widow. No? You know, all we need to do is to give kung ano yung meron tayo. Yung kaya natin. Hindi naman, unjust, hindi naman unjust na parang ibigay mo na, bahala ka na. Ang Panginoon is going to reward us and He will make sure that He is not the receiver and He will always be the one that is the giver. Ano po? And I'm going to show that through our text, no? how God in His economy, na yung generosity is actually abundant living. That there is abundance through generosity. The second reason why we should live a generous life, 
not just because God loves a cheerful giver, but because God is able to bless abundantly. God is able to bless abundantly. In verse 8 of our text, sabi na salita ng Panginoon, look at this. And God, ano daw, is able to make all grace abound to you. Take note, no? Yung word dito, able. Ano yung able siya? Make all grace abound to you. But may purpose yun, di ba? Not only that you will be enriched, but the purpose is that so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. The purpose of God, why He wants us to live the generous life, is so that He will be able to make all grace abound to us. But it doesn't stop there. But because He wanted us to abound in good works. No? The purpose of God enriching us is to be able to abound in good works. That's the clear message dito. Yes, God is able, no? But God doesn't just focus on blessing us for our own consumption, but He wanted us to use it primarily to glorify Him through good works. It was said in the book of Matthew, no? Let your, let your light so shine before men so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's why I've said, it's not only the wealthy that is invited to live a life of generosity. Even whatever status meron tayo, we can be generous. Because it's all about abounding in good works. Ano po? The principle is this. God is the source of all the things that we are able to give and the enabler for everything we do. We are not just philanthropists. No? Pag sinabi mga philanthropists, ito yung talagang maraming charity works, maraming donations binibigay. But some of them, no, they just do it to have a brand. They just do it so that they will not be yung tawag na mahont yung conscience nila. They just do it to, you know, to uh, sabi na, social responsibility, which is good. No? Social responsibility. But hindi lang yun ang principle of being generous. Actually, ang mga Kristiyano, we should think that yung source ng ating pagbibigay, yung source that enable us to give, is God Himself. And therefore, we are not boasting on our good works, but we are doing good works so that God will be glorified. It's not about us. It's about God being glorified. And we are just vessel of His blessing. God is the one, sabi nga Deuteronomy, do not forget that God is the one who is able to give you wealth, to enable you to make wealth, give you wisdom to make wealth. God is the one, the source of your work. 
the source of your passion, the source of the energy that you have, the source of the availability that you can free yourself to serve others. God is the source. And because He is the source, and God wants you to abound in every good works, then, alam nyo, no-brainer ito, no? Pag sinabing daluyan ka ng pagpapala, huwag mo lagyan ng harang. Kasi pag may harang yan, then mag-stop na yung daluyan. Ayan mo lang yan na dumaan ng dumaan. Nang sa gayon, maraming mga tao ang makakilala sa Panginoon. No? As I've said, hindi lang naman to pera. It might be the skills that you have, the talents that you have. No? That we will abound in good works for the glory of God. You know, tumira ako sa probinsya where there, there are farmers. And napansin ko ito. Ang mga farmers pagka-harvest time, ang una nilang iniisip is yung i-reserve nila yung kanilang itatanim ulit. Pag-anihan, hindi nila iniisip ano yung gagastusin nila. Ang una nilang itatabi, eto, pangpunla. Yung word dito is pangpunla. Pangso. No? The farmers, when at harvest, they think first to make necessary reservation for the sowing. In the same way, no, pag tayo po ba ay tumanggap ng ating mga uh, sweldo, o pag tayo tumanggap ng ating mga uh, allowances from our company, o pag kumita tayo, para ba tayong farmer na inisip kagad natin, ano ba yung pangpunla ko? And in, in the economy of God, yung pangpunla or yung sowing, is the good works no, that you're going to do for other people. No? I hope and I pray that we look at our work, on our businesses, on our things we do, as the enabler for us to do good works for the glory of God. I hope that you know we learn from the principle ng God's Word that sinabi kanina na, God, the purpose of God in reaching you is for you to abound in good works. In other words, no, if you are enriched, meaning you are enriched in every way, you have a settled life, but if you, hindi siya na balance of, you know, the output of good works, then it's not abundant living. No? I believe that's not abundant living. I believe the joy is not multiplied by, you know, saving a lot of money in the bank account, but yung good works natin hindi naman nag-aabound. What's the purpose, no? The purpose of enriching ourselves, the purpose of, you know, desiring to accumulate wealth is for us to be able to help others. And that is how we can become a cheerful giver, na ganun tayo mag No? For others, no, perhaps they are not called. Kasi may calling din yan eh. For others, they are not called in a certain level of richness or oh, wealthy, wealth. But they are called to do service. Even that service alone to the Lord, even that service na ibibigay mo sa Panginoon, you dedicate, no, you can earn more, but you dedicate your life to a meager 
you know, uh, sweldo or allowance for the sake of freeing your time to serve more sa Panginoon, serve His people, that is actually cheerful giving. No? Because that is, you go out of your comfort zone knowing yung calling that God has called you to do. And there are a lot of examples, no, mga Christians who surrender yung mas malaking sweldo for the sake of doing yung calling ng Panginoon sa kanila mga buhay. That is also abundant living. That is generosity. Ano po? Because you know what? In life, katulad ng mga farmers, they will only reserve kung ano yung fitting sa land area they are going to tend to. For example, ang one hectare, mga, sige, mga I don't know yung, yung measure, but for example, mga limang kaban ng bigas for a hectare. One hectare, yun, yun limang kaban ng bigas lang i-reserve nila. But for a land area na three hectares, then it requires mga 15 to 20 na mga kaban ng palay, I should say, pangpunla. In other words, in life, it's the same, I believe. God will only measure us to sow in accordance to the measure of grace He appointed us. So it's not about the amount. It's about being faithful, no? To give in accordance to ano yung binigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Because to each one, God uniquely gave an appropriation of his grace, no, in accordance to his wonderful plan. So we don't need to, you know, to compare ourselves to others. Na, no, uh, bakit siya mas malaki yung kayang ibigay, no? Um, if you are doing your best and you know nandun ka sa lugar where God called you to be, and you know you're giving the the the, in accordance to the plan of God, you are faithful, you are giving even beyond your comfort, even uh, out of poverty you give, God is well pleased. But I tell you, hindi talaga ako nakakita ng isang tao na generous at mahirap siya noon na nanatiling mahirap. I have seen how God rewards those people who trusted God and obey Him. Because God wants us to abound, sabi nga, in every good work. That's why this means that wealth is not only the thing that God is able to abound in our lives. It can be time, it can be talent, skills, gift of companionship, listening ears, friendship, and hospitality. God is committed to enrich us in every necessary way for us to accomplish our role as Christians in the community where we are in. And that is to represent Christ in every way we're called to do. So what is in your hand? That is what you can give. And God is going to able to multiply that for His glory. And that is the third point. The last reason why we should be generous. You know? Ano yung una? Because God loves a cheerful giver. Because God is able to bless us abundantly. And then third, because God multiplies the impact of generosity. 
God multiplies the impact of generosity. In verse 9 to 11 of our text, the Word of God said, As it is written, He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and, look at this, multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. How does God multiply our generosity? Isaisahin natin yung text natin na binasa. Una, yung righteousness that you were able to do, the help you, you were able to give to other people, the obedience of helping your fellow man and fellow believer in the Lord, sabi dito, it will endure forever. Naalala ko ang Panginoon, nagsabi siya in the gospel, no? do not uh, accumulate treasures here on earth, but for where your treasure is, there is your heart also. You know, God will remember. Yung reward ng tao na gumawa at nagbuhay ng isang generous na pamumuhay habang nandito sa mundo, yung kanyang pagtulong sa kapwa, God will make sure that it will be known forever. God is going to remember it forever. Isn't that amazing, no? Na may record na sa, sa Diyos at naalala niya lahat ng pagtulong na ginagawa mo. Marahil may times sa papagod na tayo kasi parang hindi naman appreciated ng tao yung ating mga efforts. O marahil hindi nakikita na ibang tao yung ating mga paglilingkod o yung ating pagbibigay, yung ating mga sakripisyo. But I just want you to know that God already multiplied that in His mind. It, it will endure forever. Ito yung promise niya. Not only that, God is also a, will multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. In other words, hindi mawawalan yung tao na generous yung kanyang pamumuhay, yung taong marunong maglingkod sa kapwa, yung taong may concern sa kanyang kapwa, at ginagawa yung necessary thing to do that is abounding in good works, no? yung taong ito, hindi mawawalan ng pangpunla. God is actually going to multiply your seed. God is actually going to, to multiply your seed for sowing. And not only that, and the increase. Imagine yung principal, yung puhunan, kayang pataasin ng Panginoon, kayang ila, ita, uh, i-multiply ng Panginoon. But hindi lang yung, yung pangpunlaw, yung principal or capital na meron ka, yung binigay mo. But God is going to increase also the harvest of your righteousness. Ito pa yung sabi ng text, no? how does God multiply our generosity? Sabi, you will be enriched in every way. Pero hindi lang yung natapos nyo, eh. for you to be generous in every way. Wow! Parang amazing ton. Dito pa lang. That 
ikaw ay palalaguin ng Panginoon. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous in every way. So that you will be able, that, so that God is going to enable you to, to multiply your joy, to multiply your, your blessedness because it is better to give than to receive. God is going to enrich that person so that He will be generous in every way. God wants to enable you to be generous in every way. But first, we need to obey to become cheerful giver. Then, sabi dito sa text din natin, and ito yung pinakamabigat sa lahat, through us, produce thanksgiving to God. Because of our generosity. Because we obey God in helping our fellow men in helping yung ibang tao, people will have reason to thank God. God is going to use yung ating pagbibigay, yung ating generosity, para siya ay mag-glorify. Isn't that amazing? Nakatulong ka na, nag-glorify pa ang Diyos. Hindi ba napakalaking multiplier nun? In fact, kung isa, kang, kung isa tayong kristyano, ang pinaka-purpose natin sa buhay is to cause glorification sa Panginoon. And the way to do it is clear. By generous living. I said not giving lang, but generous living. I can imagine, no, yung mga binigay ng Macedonia, ng Galatians, and I don't have the record kung sa history nagbigay ba ang mga Corinthians. I'm going to research that, but if they give, at nakarating yung kanilang binigay doon sa Israel, at sa Jerusalem, the saints will celebrate and will really thank God for the love of the saints that represent the love of God to them. And they're going to really first give thanks sa Panginoon who is the source of everything. And God knows, and God will remember na yung mga taong nagbigay, the Macedonian believers especially, who gave out of poverty beyond their capacity. It produced thanksgiving to God. Because God is the greatest multiplier of generosity. You know, there is a certain pastor in the province that saw a boy na hindi na gustong paaralin ng kanyang mga magulang. Dahil sa sobrang kahirapan, hindi na kayang paaralin yung isang lalaki, isang boy sa high school. And so the pastor, even he is only receiving a meager amount from his allowance sa church kasi nasa, nagpapastor siya in a third municipality town have a burden to help the child because the child is full of potential the child is full of you know nakita niya maraming uh, parang talents and and very may may kasipagan yung bata and so nagpaalam yung yung pastor sa mga magulang na pwede ko bang paterehin ito yung bata sa akin Um, I'm going to 
give him allowance, pamasahe para sa pag-aaral niya sa high school, para makatapos sa pag-aaral tong batang ito. And the parents of that child agreed. Because walang choice, no? sa province may ganyan talaga, no? na hindi kaya magpa-aral, libre magbigay ng pamasahe sa kanilang mga anak. Libre naman ng pag-aaral sa public school. Kahit pamasahe, hindi kayang ibigay ng mga parents noon. Marami sa kanila. So the pastor is become generous. Kung anong kinakain niya, yun din yung kanyang pinapakain doon sa kanyang for a while na inampon. And then, pinibigyan niya ng, ng pamasahe para sa school at binigay niya yung kanyang time, devoted his time to disciple that child. As the child grew at nakatapos sa high school, eventually yung pastor then ay inilipat ng Panginoon ng assignment sa ibang lugar. But the child followed the footstep of the pastor. Nagaral din sa Bible school. And eventually, the child was blessed by God that he was able to go to another, to a foreign land to be a pastor there na medyo okay kahit papaniin ka kasi may extra job siya doon. And so that child who is now a pastor he started to support other young fellow believer na gusto rin mag-aral sa Bible College. And he was able to support some of the young people. And hindi lang yun. No? The, the child, eventually, yung buong pamilya niya ay nakakilala sa Panginoon. At hindi lang yung buong pamilya niya, but the buong compound, mga kamag-anak is starting to be penetrated with the gospel just because of the good works, the seed planted but by that certain pastor. Na yung halos lahat ng relative ng batang ito ay nakakilala sa Panginoon at ngayon nag-church plant din yung batang ito sa kapilang bayan where he lives. You see? By being generous, even with a few meager things you have, but you are willing to obey, God is able to multiply that. It is like the child na merong limang tinapay at dalawang isda. He see the need na walang makakain yung crowd. All he had is a generous heart and a heart who wants to help. But he put it in the hand of the multiplier, Jesus. And it multiplies to the point that even na nakakain ang lahat at halos masukasuka na sa kabusugan yung mga tao. May natira pang labing dalawang mga basket full of fish and bread. God is the greatest multiplier of our generosity. God is able to multiply even malit lang yung kaya nating ibigay. Yung impact nito kaya niyang i-multiply. And I challenge you, 
if you leave and start living a life of generosity, whatever you give to the Lord, God is going to multiply that. Don't wait that you will be enriched in every way bago ka tumulong. Start now. Start small. Start in a way that you can give your time, your talent, your skills, whatever you can give to the Lord. Give it with a cheerful heart and God is going to multiply it. God is going to multiply the impact. You know what? In our church, the seeds we planted to the people, even in our online broadcast, and even, even in our physical worship, we don't know kung hanggang saan makakarating yung seed niyan and how God is going to multiply that. So I challenge each one of us, let us live a life of generosity because in God's economy, there is abundance in being generous. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. Pray that you're going to bless our lives as we are going to align it to become generous as your gospel is so generous to us. You became poor so that we will be enriched in every spiritual blessings, oh God. And not only spiritually, but everything that we have, every privileges that we have to help other people. Lord, it's so wonderful and it's enough to make us cheerful in our giving and in our living a generous life. Bless us, O God, so that we may be able to abound in every good works. We thank you, Lord. Be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders.